This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I don't know if you saw, but it's Bono from U2's birthday today. I'm sure the rest of the band are giving him the bumps. He's 63 years old. God bless him. And it must be weird when you're, like, super famous like that and you've got all the money in the world and you've got everything. It must be quite hard to go and do something for your birthday in terms of having ideas because you can only have so many guitar-shaped swimming pools and that kind of thing. So I wanted to hit you with a uh, hypothetical home-time show situation to start the show uh, on this Wednesday afternoon stroke evening, if I may. Imagine... Imagine you were taking Bono out today for his birthday, for his 63rd, but round your neck of the woods, locally to you, where would you take him and what would you do? So for my part, obviously I live in Leon Sea in Essex, just down the road is South End, Adventure Island, I'd take Bono to the arcades. I'd love to see him playing Time Crisis or something like that, that'd be good. Uh, some ideas already come in, Steve says where he is, he'd go to TGI Fridays, Knight says Russell, Russell's Fish and Chips. Uh, and then another suggestion here from Doug, who would take Bono to a place called Towers Tea Room, and then on the Trago Mills, which is one of the, ba- the greatest shops in the whole of the world. I'm sure Bono will be in the, in the market for a floppy disc and some uh, trainers that you can wear to a gym and a bullwhip, because that's the kind of stuff you can buy in Trago. Paul Harris says, I wonder around home bargains, then a cheeky pint at the Tang Hall Working Men's Club in York. Sounds like a dream. We've got Claire on the line. Where are you off to with Bono then, Claire? Uh, we're off to Biggin Hill. Have a look at the museum, a little walk around the old uh, Spitfire spit hangar. And if he pays, maybe a flight. On wow. The Imagine that, you taking Bono up in a Spitfire with it, getting one of them long scarfs that flapping around in the background like World War Two. <laughs> yes, and a hat to match. Do you think, um, do you reckon Bono would be up for a wing walk? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. What a surprise. What a surprise at the end. He'd only do it if the edge came up with him or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so probably. your your idea, now that's local to you, is to take Bono to the Biggin Hill Air Museum. That's the one, yeah, that's the one. Good to speak to you, take care. Thanks, you too. Hitting you with a hypothetical question at the very start of the show. Imagine this, right? You're taking Bono out today round your neck of the woods for a birthday treat. Where are you going to take him? I've already mentioned earlier on, I'd take him down the road to the South End Arcades. I'd love to see Bono win a replica watch wrapped round a pack of Royals on the penny slots. Or do I'd love to see? I'd love to see Bono win loads and loads of tickets and think this is going to be huge in the arcades and then go to cash them in and realise you can just get a bag of penny chews with them. There needs to be a government investigation into them tickets and what prizes you can get in old school arcades. It's a rip-off. Uh, David Thornton says uh, there's a lovely restaurant called Christophe's where Bono could go and visit the house where the Bronte sisters and less famous brother were born. Uh, Bam Bam says he'd take him on a romantic walk by the river, holding hands, maybe a 99 from the whippy van. Later on a box set in an early night, he's up for work at 5am. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Kerry's on the line. Kerry, where around your way would you take Bono? I would take him for a lovely pie mash and liquor somewhere in the east end of London. Wow, I reckon Bono would love that. You can't beat it. I'm a big fan of pie mash and liquor. I was trying to explain to someone the other day what the liquor in pie mash and liquor is. What, what is it? It is a parsley sauce. Is there eel in there? I feel like there might be eels somewhere involved. Oh, no. You can get eels, but definitely not eels for me. No. Okay, and whenever, whenever I go into these pie and mash shop places, and imagine you're taking Bono there for his birthday, they always ask you whether you want uh, one or two pies or, or one, two or three scoops of mash. What, what do you think he'd have? Um, I reckon two pies and lots of uh, mash, seeing as he's Irish, and they do like their mash. They do. Oh, they do. Uh, That's a fantastic day. I'm sure Bono's going to be over the moon. Thank you so much, Kerry. You're welcome. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
Ash and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I was just saying to uh, my producer Nick as she joined that song that my legs kind of hurt like hell today because uh, I've been trying to get into running. It's quite hard to know where to start. Like, I've got no point of reference. Like, what do you do? Just go out the house in your shorts, turn left and keep going? Feel like a Forrest Gump or something. Do you know what I mean? So I've been trying to get into a proper newbie uh, and there's so many like, things you've got to like, think through. Like, what kind of... What, kind, what do you wear? What kind of stuff do you wear when you're running? I put too many things on and then having a... To put loads of jumpers around me waist for like dicky birds during the last bit of it then do you listen to podcasts or do you listen to music I mean I don't want to be alone with my own thoughts for that period of time I might have to get a bum bag as well because then what do you do with your keys how do you get back in the house a lot to think about but the biggest question overall about getting into running I don't know if you guys can help me out with this maybe if you are you, you do a bit of running yourself is uh, do you wave to other runners is that something that you do? Because the, the, the route I took um, was down by my daughter's school. So I did the, 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 the school run, the drop-off, in me lycra, and then just kind of ran like this little brook thing uh, around the back of the school. And there's loads of other people running as well. So I felt like, you know, like my, uh, you know, if you, you've got, you wave at people who've got the same kind of car as you. It was a little bit like that, and it almost got a bit too much. I didn't know what the, uh, the form is. Uh, Mike says uh, on Twitter, a simple nod of the head will suffice. Uh, Alex says, uh, stare into their eyes as you overtake to assert dominance. Tony Bowen says, avoid a wink. That's a good point as well. But uh, we've got Nick on the line, who is a run director at Park Run. Uh, Nick, any tips for me being a new kid round the block in terms of getting into running? Right, first, join a running club. Absolutely. Look for, on Facebook or anywhere on the internet, just look for a local running club that's doing a 0-5k course. It's the best way to learn without a shadow of a doubt. Don't, uh, sorry, go on, go on. I was going to say, uh, so what, run with other people? Because I thought people like get into running because they just want a bit of peace and quiet. No, 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 no. Running's, running's not like that at all. I mean, you get you do get people that, that do that, but actually it's quite a sociable sport, running, especially if you go to park run or to races, you'll see, unless you're right at the front and you're bombing it along and you're going to win it, most people go there, So you know, most normal people go there just to, just to talk and just to have fun and just to run with friends. It's brilliant. Yeah. Wow, okay, fantastic. There you go. Tip number one, get into a running club. Any other tips, yep. Nick? Uh, don't wear underwear with your shorts. <laughs> you will chafe, all right? <laughs> and also, nipple plasters. Massive what? thing. You can get them, get them on Amazon. They are a godsend. What kind of evening is going on here, Nick? Sounds a little bit <laughs> suspect. It's not, honestly, no. I've done two marathons and countless half marathons. It is nipple plasters and don't wear underwear because you will chafe and it will hurt. All right? Don't ever take the lining out of your shorts. That will hurt. Fantastic. Well, listen, don't wear underwear and cover your nipples is a fantastic bit of advice for a Wednesday night home time show. Nippies, mate. Nippies, they're the best. What is that? What is a nippies? Nippies, they're little plasters. You can get them in two sizes. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds really bad. You can get them in two sizes, but it really does stop nipple bleeding because that is, and that's embarrassing. You just don't want to do that. All beginners do that. You don't want to do that, mate. Yeah, it's like someone out of uh, like one of them religious things out of the Bible or whatever, the stigmata. I don't want that going on. <laughs> well, and you have two you sizes, so you have to go in and ask for large if you've got them, you a pair of them like plates. Large. Yep, I, I use extra large. I'm not, not trying to say that. I use extra large. Um, and they are, God's sake. But make sure you take them off when you're in the shower. Don't take them off before, especially if you've got a bit of hair, because that really does hurt. Wow, okay, Nick, great advice. It's a painful thing, but I appreciate the intel. Any time at all. I'll say thank you again to uh, all the advice I've had in on the show tonight about running. I'm a bit of a newbie just trying to get into it. And you guys, as ever, very, very helpful and very generous with your advice. Uh, One other thing I I forgot to mention about my run, I did my first run for, like, ages uh, yesterday. 
I got done dressed up in my lycra, took my uh, daughter, my middle daughter, Thea, on to the school run, and then there's this kind of like a brook thing, like a, a country path at the back of the school. So I dropped her off and then thought, oh, I'll just go and run from here. So I did like 15 minutes one way and like 20-odd minutes on the way back. And as I was running back past her school, past the gates where I dropped her off, I noticed there was a load of kids out um, in the playground. So I thought, oh, my, that could be Thea. I'll go and try and wave to her. So I kind of crawled up... The, uh, the the kind of foresty bank, the grassy bank to try and have a look to see if it was Thea in me lycra. And then this couple walked by with their dogs and just saw me staring at a load of kids from like um, a thicket from a country lane in lycra. And I didn't, I didn't really have time to explain, so I think I'm going to change my running route, put it that way. Uh, it wasn't what it seemed, and it wasn't even her. That's the worst thing about it. So there you go. There's my alibi. Uh, it's home time on a Wednesday night. This is The Daily Takeaway. It's midweek games, and I've been looking forward to this. Little competition that I've made up on the train on the way in. Let's meet our contestants before we get stuck into it. Online one, hoping to win a home time tea towel tonight, is Vicky. How you doing, Vicky? Where are you calling from? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Hope you're well. Yeah, very, very good. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm on the 120, going towards Braintree, going home. Fantastic. On hands-free, ready for action. Stay there. Up against uh, Vicky, playing tonight to win a hometime show. Tea towel is Rob. Where are you, Rob? How you doing, Andy? It's uh, Rob from Southport. Brilliant. Have you had a good day, Rob? Not too bad. Uh, you uh, you had a good uh, train ride, was it? Yeah, it was a good train. Well, I came up yeah. with this competition, which I'm very, very pleased. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> Uh, tonight, guys, we're going to be playing Takeaway Menu Madness, uh, the tribute to the iconic numbered Chinese takeaway menus. You know, the ones you stand there and look at the sea of numbers and try and work out what you're going to have. It's the ultimate higher or lower competition. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a dish with a number from an actual Chinese takeaway menu. Then you have to tell me if the preceding dish is higher or lower number on the Chinese takeaway menu. The winner stays in control of the board. After five dishes in total, whoever's in control at the end wins the much-coveted hometime show tea towel. Uh, does that make sense, guys? Yeah. OK. Uh, Vicky... Good lad, Rob. Stay there. Vicky, you're in control. You're starting off first. Your starter dish, excuse the pun, is number eight on the menu. That's the deep-fried crispy squid. So prawn crackers, is that a higher or lower number, please, Vicky, on the menu? Um, I'm going lower. I'm afraid it's actually higher. It's number 147, which means control of the board moves over to Rob. Uh, number yeah. 147, prawn oh. crackers. Uh, next up is the egg fried rice. Is that a higher or lower number than prawn crackers, Rob? Ooh, 147. I'm going to say it's lower. You're absolutely right. It's 101. Yeah. Egg fried rice, number 101 on this. It's an actual Chinese takeaway menu from a Chinese takeaway in Cornwall. So, 101, egg fried rice. The next item we're looking at, the next dish in front of us, is crispy chilli beef. Is that a higher or lower number, Rob, to stay in control of the board? Lower. You're right, it's 51. Stays in control of the board. Vicky's waiting to play here. Number 51, crispy chilli beef. (laughs) Next one, then. Sweet and sour pork, Hong Kong style. Is that higher or lower than the number 51, crispy chilli beef? Play along at home. I've got my girlfriend, Jackie, now, so we're going to go lower. It's not, it's higher, it's number 65. (laughs) Unlucky, let's go over to Vicky, you could win this right at the end here. Number 65, sweet and sour pork, Hong Kong style. 
is crispy aromatic duck a higher or lower number on the menu if if it's what they say it is you win you win the tea towel if not the tea towel goes back to Rob this is a huge moment in your life Vicky oh god the pressure the pressure <laughs> Um, it's 50-50 at the end of the day, so... Um, it is. I'm going to go lower. You're absolutely right. It's 17A on the menu. You've won yourself a home-time show tea towel, Vicky. Finally! <laughs> Finally, well, let's just say goodbye to Rob. Uh, you played very well, Rob. I'm sorry it didn't pan out for you in the end. Maybe there's another chance in the future to win one. Brilliant, thanks. Oh, good luck, Vicky. Well done. There you go. What, what a lovely chap. Uh, and Vicky, what an amazing uh, end to the evening for you. Uh, maybe you will order a Chinese takeaway this evening based on this competition you win in one. I definitely might be. I've just got to talk to the, the bank and partner. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm sure you convinced them. And well done. You've won yourself a home time show tea town. Absolutely starving after reading out those Chinese takeaway meals. And we should say as well, a big thank you to the Springhouse uh, Chinese takeaway from... Uh, uh, St Mirren in Padstow in Cornwall that's the actual menu that we're working from and I was saying starving but one thing I always find fascinating is that I always have the same thing I don't know if you do this if you have a takeaway I always go for the same thing uh, which is um, chicken with black bean sauce which is number 30 on this every single thing always have the same every single time but then and we've talked about this before on Home Time there are people out there listening right now people who walk amongst us who go to a Chinese takeaway and order an omelette are you one of those people we're looking at you this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway